Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. on Wednesday evening. Shout out to both Fat Joe and Ja Rule. They got hits, man. Both of them combined. They got hits on hits on hits on hits. Speaking of hits, swing, better, 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 swing. That was terrible. Fuck it, though. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with... TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Use your heads. Support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis by going to ProBustinTees.com forward slash TheChairShot and picking up an official ChairShot t-shirt. We've still got a little bit of summer left. What are we like? T minus five, six days? 
depending on where you're at, though, it's still going to be warm enough to be outside in a T-shirt. So why not represent the family and step outside with your fall colors and your turning leaves and your crisp, cool autumn evenings? Buy a beautiful T-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you, thank you, please. TheChairShot.com. Remember, we're not just a website. We're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. I'm joined by my brother, Ray Cash. Unfortunately, Mr. Sonny couldn't be here today. Sometimes life takes precedent. Y'all know how that goes. So we're running a little pick and roll today. But we're going to keep it moving like an escalator. Mr. Cash, how's it going? Going pretty good, man. Uh, So, yes, it's still summer. And I'm from the South. Live on the Gulf, by by the coast. Summer ain't over until the hurricanes stop. So yes, <laughs> we are still in the summer. But I'm good. How you doing? So technically, summer doesn't start till what about Thanksgiving? Maybe Christmas? Supposed to stop <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> For the record, we just had a very near miss. Shout out to the homie Nicholas. He tried. <laughs> There's a tree in my yard that is bent. He tried, but you know, crisis averted. <laughs> Nick out here bullshit, man. What's wrong with you, Nicholas? Leave people alone. Man, look, dog. So many. Look, just stop giving them names, bro. Just be like Hurricane Number Five, cause they all they <laughs> all do the same shit. Every one of us leave is messed up, right? So. Well, they they finna run out of names, man. In a couple years, it's gonna be like Hurricane Dante, Hurricane Fusha. We already there. <laughs> Katrina was Katrina. Hurricane Raekwon, the chef. Like <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Trayvon. That's how I know I'm getting old, man. All these grown ass men are named Raekwon and Shaquille. In about ten years, we're gonna see a bunch of uh, Baracks. You know what I mean? Facts. Denzels. Yeah. You know we got thirty five year old Denzels running around this melon farmer. By the way, if you uh, got five minutes and you want to laugh, look up the real names of the hardest rappers in the world. You'll laugh. Oh yeah, it'd be like uh. Worthington Smithers the third MC murder death kill like for real like should be hilarious I know exactly what you're talking about that shit is absolutely hilarious man brings you so much joy (laughs) joy. you're like I get it now I understand yeah um yeah by the way check out the verses this one wasn't as good as um the last New York one uh the locks and um Dipset, partially because there was about six, seven points in that in that show. You thought somebody was gonna get shot. <laughs> this was two homies. So, you know, hey, what can you do? I think the best one I've seen since the Earth Wind and Fire and the Isleys was Red and Meth. And it wasn't even a versus. They li- they just basically gave us a concert, which I yeah. thought was super cool. They've done like three albums together. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> like what are you yeah. going hit for hit for? Um the uh, the Brandy Monica was fun to watch, especially knowing that they were trying so hard to act like they homies when they hate each other. Yeah. That was funny. Um, shout out to uh, the legend, rest in peace, DMX, DMX and Snoop. Loved oh. it. But oh, yeah. you know the you know what you know what the god the god versus, and I, can't nobody tell me otherwise. Well, besides Gucci, Gucci and Jeezy is probably the best because I I I I watched that with bated breath, knowing somebody was going to die. Um, Gucci even said on his dead homie, bro. I was like, you killed him. That's yeah. horrible. Um, no, guy in Black Street, because the whole time it kept going in and out. Teddy Riley couldn't get his stuff together, and it just hilarity ensued. 
go back. Hey, shout out to shout out to um, Timbo, and shout out to Swiss for coming up with this because I think verses is such a dope idea. It really is, man, and it really led us through the pandemic because we all got together and watched them like a family. So just to have some sort of entertainment when we were all stuck in the houses or in our houses, rather, yeah, it was a dope idea. And shout out to them. And yeah, I've enjoyed for the most part. I've enjoyed most of them, man. It's been it's been fun. And then we get together, my lady and I, and you know, we get a little something to sip on. And it's like going down memory lane, you know. Oh, it's it's it literally like you're going to a concert, but it's in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 hoping Chappelle takes the challenge. You know, Kevin Hart said I'll do Chappelle. Kevin so, don't like, want that smoke. Kevin don't want that smoke. You're a Kevin Hart man. Kevin Hart is dope. But Kevin he's Hart- dope. He's he's dope. I don't like his stand-up. I think he's funny in movies in small doses. Sometimes he'd be doing a little too much in the movies. He's sure. great in small doses. I don't, I'm not a big fan of his comedy, his stand-up. I just don't think he's got that in his repertoire. But I respect his hustle because he was really the first comedian to really hop aboard this social media train. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and get his yeah. weight up. So I, I respect his hustle. What, he took what Eddie did as an actor and he he moved the goalposts even further. His stand-up is dope. But because of his style and what he talks about, he's not put up there with the guys like Chappelle and Eddie and Kat. But this cat grew up with like Patrice, Patrice O'Neill and Bill Burr. So I know when it get down to the getting down, if you can, if you can handle living with Patrice O'Neill, you all right. You, you, you can go back and forth. So I don't know. There's a, a funny story. I've heard I've heard him tell the story a couple of times. I know he told it on Rogan. I think he told it on uh, Opie and Anthony as well. Uh, Patrice had moved out to L.A. and he was staying with Kevin and his um I don't, I don't remember if his wife or his girlfriend at the time. And it's probably and Tori Kevin, at the time. His, his ex-wife, okay. yeah. And 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 uh, Kevin walked in on Patrice jerking off on his computer. Like go go out <laughs> your way to hear Kevin Hart tell that story. It's hilarious. Doug, he was like, "You're not gonna stop." He was like, "Man, leave. <laughs> I'm already started now." <laughs> and the funny thing is, he said, it, I can't remember the interview, but I, he said, it, and Patrice was there. You know, Patrice can't never let nobody get the best of him. So he just kind of bled off. Oh, yeah, he caught me jerking off. Anyway, that's just like, 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 yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, no big deal. Patrice, man, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill, bro. Speaking of rest in peace, rest in peace to the legend Norm MacDonald. We lost him this week. Uh, of that, Of the guys that came from SNL, who like can actually do stand up because most SNL guys are actors and sketch artists. Norm is a stand up that just happened to fall into sketch comedy. Go back and watch some of his interviews, some of his sets, the SB set, you know, where he uh <laughs> he told Charles Woodson, like, you know, you're gonna be good forever, you know, unless you kill your wife and a waiter. Like <laughs> legendary <laughs> stuff. Shout out to Norm McDonald. Rest in power, brother, you will be missed. Yeah, well said, well said. And this Bill Farmer on the Chadwick Boseman side of the game was fighting cancer for the last nine years, damn near a decade, and didn't let anybody know. So that also gives you a glimpse into the type of person that he was, too, you know? So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Funny motherfucker, too, man. All strip. Let's take a break here, uh, pay some bills, show some respect, and we'll come back. And uh, I got some explaining to do, so I'll come to the front of the congregation when we get back. Mm, and it's military promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code ChairShot. head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services 
Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You know, some football happened this weekend, you know, and some football happened on Monday, and it some really? stuff happened. Uh, yeah. you know, things happen here and there, and anyway, yeah, so the Ravens lost. What else happened this weekend, Platt? What else you got going? Hold <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, oh no, let me put it in reverse. Back it up, hold on, I gotta look, you know. I don't have the, the back cam on my chair here in the office, oh, so I gotta, gotta look behind. Yeah, yeah, I gotta turn my head. All right, and we're right back in Vegas, I believe. In Vegas? Time machine. Back in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. John Groot. Yeah. yeah. The Death Star. He, he, he looks less like Chucky now, more like Courtney Love. But John Gruden. Oh, my God. Las Vegas Raiders. Hell of a game, by the way. In overtime. Hell of a game. So, yeah. not time to hit the panic button, but we do have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Out out of the weave, you know, none of us. I probably had the best uh, the best weekend out of the, the three of us, and Keep it we all and we and we all tied for the worst record in the league right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> boy, we talked so much shit going into the. <laughs> we all oh and one. Oh, I laughed so much when I went back and listened to last week's episode when we all picked our own squads to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I said, we ain't some Homer Melon Farmers in this Melon Farmer. What is to happening? be fair, legitimately, all three of our teams are Super Bowl contenders. That's what's crazy about it. Uh, man, look. I don't want to give the injury spiel, even though it's real. Like, injuries. And a lot of the times, people will be like, oh, that's some bullshit. No, like, literally, we are decimated in the season. had not started yet. No, that's real. I mean, my yeah. man Peter's. He's on that Deion Sanders, Darrell Revis, most recently uh, Jalen Ramsey type of field. Like, it's like, okay, he's going to be on this side of the field. That side of the field is shut down. We're good over there. All we got to do is worry about the other side of the field, and we're good. So, yeah, no, that's – yes, injuries are part of the game, but that's pretty decimating. Speaking of corners, um, going really kind of deeper into football, Marcus Peters is – we, he's one of the five best corners of football. We're going to miss him, of course. But we, he wasn't the reason. He wasn't the guy we missed the most last night. We missed Jimmy Smith, the third corner, because he's our biggest corner who would have matched up with Darren Waller. Darren Waller treated our cornerbacks like little boys. Like, have you ever seen the Peyton Manning sketch when it's him and all the little kids? 
Like it, it's that's what that's what Darren Waller did to us. But ultimately, replace the whole goddamn line, offensive line, because they made Max Crosby look like he was goddamn uh, Reggie White. And Lamar, baby, you can't be fumbling like that. Come on, baby, you can't. You can't be doing. Can't be. Come on, baby, you can't be doing that. Yeah, I think I we take Lamar for granted sometimes, though, man, because he's always running around with his legs and making plays and stuff like that, and they look spectacular, and they're going to be all over Sports Center and whatever. But the fact that he has to always make those spectacular plays with his legs is because he's literally running for his life back there in the pocket. <laughs> this year, for sure, he's had good. He's had the first year he started. He had a, that was the year he won MVP, and we had a great line. And then my boy Marshall Yonder retired, and we have been trying. Marshall Yonder retired, and because Baltimore is a team that tries to look out for his players, Orlando Brown Jr. asked to be traded because his daddy, his dad's dying wish was that he would play left tackle. We traded him to Kansas City. Both of those guys were the anchors of our line, both gone, and that boy been running for his life ever since. So, so I know it's. it's customary for people to be hyperbolic after week one of the NFL season, even though we're going to be at this shit till February. So where are you right now on a scale of one to 10? How are you feeling about everything Ravens concerned? 10 being alarmed or 10 being great. 10 being it's all good. One being, Oh shit. Maybe we need to find Hallbrow's replacement. Oh no, no, no coach. Coach is good. Cause none of this is his fault. He can't help people getting hurt. Right. And I don't even think scheme is bad because there were a lot of plays left on the field. But you take out that part of the hard bar is going to be gone. I'm at a three. I'm nervous as fuck because not not for the future of the probably week 12, 13, 14. We'll be fine. But we got to play Kansas City this week. So it's like as good as AFC North is Pittsburgh beat uh, Buffalo. Right. Cincinnati somehow happened to find a way to win a game and y'all went toe to toe with, you know, God himself and Patrick Mahomes. If we fall three games behind, we might not make the playoffs. Do you know what I'm saying? So yes, going into week two, I'm nervous as hell because that light skin boy is going to drop about 50 on us. If we keep playing the way we're playing. Uh, but I do think we'll stabilize. We'll get more into it. Um, Tyson Williams had a great game in the first half and then had a fumble and didn't know how to do pass protection. And we had to give the guy who signed, we signed on Friday, the rest of the, the rest of the carries that'll get better. Uh, Mark Andrews had three catches that will get better. You know what I mean? So, and we got big country, Ben Cleveland, who's a rookie who now has to start because Tyree Phillips, Tyree Phillips is gone for half the season on IR. That'll get better. I think we'll get there. We just have to get, uh, I guess, kind of adjusted to what we have now, and it'll it'll happen. It'll, it'll be it'll happen. We'll be fine. But uh, sometimes, man, when you start like the Chargers do, when you start zero and four, zero and five, don't matter how great you are in the second half of the season, you're too far behind. Even zero and two, man. Like I don't I don't want to give you you know cause for panic or anything like that. No, we're going zero and two. It's okay. It's okay. We're going zero and two. It's all good. I it, yeah. No. It's it's happened before. It's happened. I'm sure it's happened numerous times, but it hasn't happened that often. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I mean, I mean, but look where y'all were last season as well. I think you were what seven and six, or might even been under 500, and then y'all ran the table, won a playoff game. You know, 
the 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 kingdom restored you know we wouldn't yeah we were we were close to if if not right at 500 but we never dipped below that but again injuries covid covid killed us remember lamar got covid himself mm-hmm. they had to move a fucking game because people kept getting covid so much um like i said we'll be fine the problem is the afc north wasn't that good as good this year as it was last year. It was it wasn't as good last year as it is this year. And then the AFC the AFC West is on point. And then the AFC East. Like there are nine legit teams on just the three different divisions I mentioned. We ain't talked about the South yet. So like there's eleven teams that's gonna be vying for set. Well, they got to get one. I know how it works. They got to get one. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and so the, the Titans lost. We, and we're gonna do we're gonna do a rundown, a quick rundown of every game, um, thirty seconds or so. We're not gonna bloviate too long. But Titans lost, but they're not gonna be like that all year. They ain't had no damn preseason because everybody had COVID. So like the Titans are gonna be fine. I think the Colts are gonna be fine. The Texans won. <laughs> what? So yeah, man, there's a lot of people vying for seven spots, and you don't want to be at the tail end of that. Well, it remains to be seen if the the AFC North is better than it was last year. Because I mean, lo- on the lowest of keys, I think they I don't even think it's a low key. I thought the AFC North was the best division of football last year. I mean, you had three teams make the playoffs, and two of them won a game. You know what I mean? Easy. Um, Easy. We and you know the Vikings are a dumpster fire. So I'm not going to jump off any small porches because Cincinnati got to win, even though I, I do believe in Burrow. I, I really do. I think he's going to be some, but should have got the tackle. Should have got the tackle in the draft. You say that, but Jamar yeah. Chase acted a plum fool <laughs> on Sunday. He did. So, he did. He did. He did. Um, let's let's pivot a little, quick, a little bit because I know I had to kind of come to the congregation I know you wanted to come to the congregation because you had a testimony. So uh, I'll give you your your moment because, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else in between, Mr. Platt deserves his moment in the sun because he's been telling us something that nobody wanted to listen to, and it has manifested itself. By all means. Now, what the Reverend Cash is referring to is Jameis, yes, that Jameis Winston's five touchdown performance in a complete whitewashing molly whopping ass kicking of pc tunney's green bay packers which on the lowest of keys quiet is kept this is why this mellow farmer didn't want to come on the show today he didn't want to <laughs> step in front of the congregation on the chicken little side of the game and you know attest to his sins or atone for his sins but yo man hey number one you got to remember, Ray, talking about Jameis. Two years ago, this dude threw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I know everybody got fixated on the turnovers and the interceptions and stuff like that, but you could fix that shit. Hell, Vinny Testaverde fixed that shit <laughs> eventually as he got older in his career. I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater, and I just didn't understand in a league that is predicated on a quarterback, in a league that is puts so much emphasis on the quarterback being the top spot and the most important position on the field. Why is this dude signing contracts for minimum wage last year and got to pay his own wage to the games? But 
Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic is on his 37th team, and it's only 32 in the league, so you do that math. It just didn't make any sense to me. Everybody was piling on Jameis like this dude, just he's just a waste. Plus, he's only been in the league, what, four or five years? How many years did it take Rich Gannon to become Rich Gannon, MVP Oakland Raider Rich Gannon? He he was playing for like 26 years before he became an MVP in Oakland. Obviously, I'm I'm being facetious, but you get what sure. I'm saying. Like it, sure. it was just way too early to throw this guy away so young in his career, and now he's landed himself in the perfect situation. He's got Sean Payton, an offensive guru. They got a lot of weapons down there in New Orleans. Plus. I think Peyton is probably salivating at the mouth a little bit, too, because they get to open back up that playbook and throw passes longer than eight yards. They could throw some air, put some air up under that melon farmer to go with Kamora in that running game. Like, this is going to be a fun team. And I said last week that I thought that these guys were going to make a playoff run. And it's only week one. It's only week one. We know that. But that's a hell of a start. Like, this melon farmer on pace to throw, what, 96 touchdowns, Ray? <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Let's, let's come, be real. Yeah, you, you, you know, I'm um, being funny, but even Drew Brees said, "Well, I guess it's what they needed, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> an mean. arm. Who knew a quarterback with an arm? Yeah, what a difference. So, so look, first, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to kind of rain in your parade because there's nothing that you can say I can dispute. I do want to let it be said though, people weren't throwing him away. I think people realized he's still young enough that he needed to sit for a year and see what he was doing wrong. I don't think people said he should be out of the league. Like, he didn't get Kaepernicked. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted him on their squad, but he wasn't a starter. He needed to step, take a step back. Because 30, t- 30 interceptions is like... 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I mean, but Ray, look at the Mellon Farmers that started NFL games last year. How many of them were legitimately better than Jameis? Maybe 10 to 15? You could tell me he wasn't starter material last year, man. I understand what you're saying, but... You're right, but it ain't always talent. Like, I've told you, I've said on on this show many a time, I will live and die with Alex Smith or uh, Chad Pennington. And give me my 15 touchdowns and my five interceptions. He's not going to give the game away. He's going to do everything I need, and we'll take care of the rest. Jameis is going to give the game away more often than not for all the talent he has. So that's why him, that last year was genius for him to have the he, – he has – and I, I, I don't want to compare guys, especially because they're just two black guys. There's no really comparison between the two. But I wish Cam would have thought about this at the same, in the same breath, even though he was the MVP. I love that he had the awareness enough to say, you know what, man? Let me take a step back. And let me see what the fuck I'm doing. Let me look at somebody that's done this and can't do it how I do it, but see what I'm missing. Let me see the field from the sideline because he started from day one. But going back to college, when he won the Heisman Trophy at Florida State, he threw picks. This has been him the entire time he's been a quarterback. He's been turnover prone. But because he had so much talent, it didn't matter. But it came to a point now where someone had to pull him to the side and say, yo, my boy. You got too much talent to be doing this, doing this, all this bullshit. And now you see, he seems to be getting it now. And w- when you can put it all together, I mean, he can be an MVP candidate by the end of the season if he does this. My, the best stat for me, of course, no interceptions. But 20 passes, that's all he needed. That's what I want. I don't need you throwing 50 times a game. I don't need 500 yards. I need 
65 to 70 percent completion percentage and no turnovers. The other shit going to come, bro. And that's what I think he needed, that he realized he needed. And maybe the league kind of forced his hand. But you see it coming to fruition. Ain't no kind of. I think it is. It was a good thing for him to sit under that Sean Payton learning tree for you. I agree. But it wasn't no kind of forced his hand. Fitzpatrick gets a starting job every year, man. You telling me he's going to turn down $10, $15 million and go somewhere to start when he's been a starter his whole career to sit under somebody's learning tree for minimum wage and got to well, pay for his own flights to the game? Fitzpatrick is 55 years old, you know, and Jameis is 27. And, and so. still starting. He's starting now. Well, I think he got hurt this week, but he got hurt this now. Year. But you know what? I'll take Fitzpatrick every, every time over, over Jameis. I sure will. Yeah, yeah, for five games a season, they might come at the beginning. They may oh. come at the end. Maybe they'll come in the middle. But that's his oh. cap right there, man. Well, he didn't ask for how long. But, you know, <laughs> I mean. Uh, speaking of, last year was a year of humbling. Andy Dalton had to be a, leave and go and be a backup in, in Dallas. Last year was just that kind of year of, you know what, man, there's That's so many Andy good Dalton's quarterbacks. Destiny, though. That's his destiny. Well, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but he started for a long ass time, though. But you're right. He was destined to be a backup. <laughs> but th- there's so many good quarterbacks coming to the league now. It ain't you just can't say, man, we'll give you some time. Nah, bro, we got to keep it moving now. And now the Saints are set up for the future. Michael Thomas get back. They good. So um last thoughts real quick and let's run down some of these games. Last thoughts, man. What I, I can't talk no Browns talk here. We talk Packers, we talk Ravens. We, I can talk a little when Browns. When we get to the Browns, you can talk about the Browns. In fact, fuck it. Fine. Talk about the Browns. No, fine, fine. Jameis, I'm happy for you, brother. I'm glad I never threw my stock away. Obviously, it's only one game. It's a long season. We're gonna be at this till February. But I feel like y'all gonna be playing at least till January, i.e. the playoffs. So shout out to you. Perfect situation. Sometimes things work out for their best and yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm tooting my horn right now, man. Like y'all, 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 y'all be trying to play me. I know it's 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 partly gimmick, it's partly shoot, partly work. Y'all be trying to play me, man. Like I just be out here on cloud nine out in Mars or some shit like that, man. You earned it with this one. You was the only dude that's still behind him and said he's still a star. I don't think anybody thought he couldn't play no more, but you you believed him. Speaking of guys you think stars, we're going to try to get this rundown and run through some of these games, but I do want to afford you the time to speak about your team. Cleveland played 57 minutes of amazing football, and then Cleveland had to Cleveland. And I'm not trying to be funny, because y'all played a great game. No, the Browns-Browns at the end. You know, honestly, Ray, I feel the exact same way coming out of this game that I felt going into this game about this team. If you line the Browns up on both sides of the ball, man for man, they may be the most talented team in football. And I know some people might say Tampa or might throw Tampa out there. Some people might say the Rams, but Cleveland's on that short list. And I don't even think that's refutable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they Cleveland, the, the the punter. I don't know what the hell. I think that Mellon Farmer thought he was playing rugby again. He just, like, hey, hey, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he, he comes from a rugby background. I yeah. think he was having rugby flashbacks or something. I don't know what that happened. I can't get on Chubb about the fumble, man, because I've seen that man fumble three times his whole career, and two of those were in one game. So that shit happens. Yeah, it hurt, but it happens. This was a mirror image of the last game these two teams played, which was in the playoffs last mm-hmm. season. 
Cleveland was right there, shot themselves in the foot. Browns browned. But the difference in this one was with the playoff game, we had Chad Henney, third and 14, couldn't get off the field. This time, the defense got the Browns the ball back, courtesy of uh, Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett creating a Patrick Mahomes sandwich. Baker Mayfield is the question. He's the question. Can he be the guy that steps up and makes the play when the play needs to be made? The jury's still out on him. And I, I know the city of Cleveland, they're 50-50 with him. I, I, I don't know if he's that guy. And frankly, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that. I think there's some people in the front office that have doubts about Baker as well. And the reason I say that is because he ain't got paid yet. He's so on a team, yeah. yeah. So on a team that is literally, I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust, but they have Super Bowl aspirations. If you thought you were comfortable and you thought you had the guy to get you to that next level, why wouldn't you lock him up? Josh Allen just got his money. You know what I mean? Lamar yep. finna get his money. There's some shit going on there, but he finna get his money. And I bring those two guys up because I feel like those are Baker's contemporaries. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. They were, at least from Lamar's end, Lamar and Baker were drafted the same year, weren't they? Yeah, and then Josh Allen was, what, maybe a year? A year maybe before. Two? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, they're, they're contemporaries, but and they're very similar. They've all had success in the postseason, and now it's time to get to the next level. But that's the big question mark. Is Baker the guy? And I don't know. But, I mean, the bottom line is, man, uh, yeah, they played a perfect half of football. They they just couldn't seal the deal. You said 57 minutes. I probably would have gave him 55. But the bottom line is this was a game that they let slip away. They know it. Kansas City knows it. Unfortunately, I think we're going to see them Mellon Farmers again come January. But this is a good football team, and they're going to win a lot of football games this year. So, yeah, yeah they're going to be there. My only question is, as, as we move on, my only question is if you can, how long and how many – morale moments can you have before you got to start getting it done on the field because cleveland has more great losses than any other team maybe the chargers than any other team in, in football eventually those great losses got to turn into good or even a bad win a win's a win um let's hit this weekend rundown let's run through these games real quick um sunday night football matt stafford showed the world what uh all everybody been saying and that boy came out there and looked like a star quarterback. What'd you think? Exactly. And I just feel bad for a uh, friend of the show and friend of ours, Mr. P.O.D., having to watch that uh, shitty Bears team for the next uh, three or four months. Jesus Christ. Well, Justin Fields getting in and out of the game every now and then is going to make it fun. Justin Fields did get his first touchdown on a quarterback keeper. But the Rams win 34-14. to Teddy Two Gloves and the Broncos Beat Danny Dimes and the Giants 27-13, and he looks like he's showing the world and showing Denver, y'all made the right decision picking me over Drew Locke. I agree. I don't even think it was much of a decision. Like, Teddy Two Gloves, he's a, uh, I don't want to say decent because that seems a little degrading, but he's a decent caliber starting quarterback. Like, yeah. He's a game yeah. manager. He's what you want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Danny Dimes, it's time to move on. Y'all need to blow that whole shit up. Say mine can't stay. Oh my God, that's your Jameis. That's your hill. That's your hill. Danny Dimes has two. He has two problems. He fumbles, which is just like Jameis throws interceptions, and he ain't got no line. If you get a kid a line, watch him make moves. But yes, that's my Jameis probably. Um, Just because he got a cool nickname, don't mean he can play. (laughs) (laughs) 
Touche. In the Battle of Alabama Titans, Mac Jones and the Patriots almost got the win, but Tua came through with some Tua time. Dolphins beat the Patriots 17-16. to Very good game. The Dolphins might be in it by the end of the season. I think they will be. I mean, Tua didn't. He's another one that's in. He's come, come to the to the Christopher Condo, man. Come, we'll rehabilitate you. We'll get you back out there just like we did, Jameis, brother. He didn't. Uh, yeah, he didn't play particularly well, but they pulled it off. These two teams are very interesting to me because mm-hmm. I think that they're both going to be good. I don't think that they can both make the playoffs. So this is going to be interesting to see how these two team seasons kind of unwind. You know, agreed completely, Tua. Get that hip together. All you got to do, call Dak Prescott and get the bachata. You'll be good. Um, See, I, I, and, go, I, I, I stand up for the colored quarterbacks, man. I, I really do. And I, I say colored because I don't know how Tua feels about, you know, he's Samoan. I don't know if he, how he feels about being called black. Some of them get offended when you say that, although you'll meet some of them Usos and they'll let you know the truth that, you know, Samoa <laughs> just means Samoa Negroes. So, but either way. <laughs> Words of the bloodline. Me. Yes, but y'all too quick in the media to throw away these colored quarterbacks, man. Don't do it. But and then Fitzmagic again, he's on his 40th team and it's only 32 in the league. So, yeah, hey, come come on over to the yeah, go, my baby. Come to the Cranber no. condo, man. We are gonna rehabilitate <laughs> you, okay? Come on, Tua. You have an open invitation, bro. At least the Dolphins trying to get rid of a colored quarterback for another colored quarterback who just happens to like to mess with women. Um, black speaking of the quarterback. Crime, Crabs in a barrel, right? Crabs in a barrel. <laughs> speaking, speaking of quarterbacks that like to mess with women, the biggest shock of the day for me, I was at this game. The Houston Texans blew out the Jacksonville Jaguars 37-21. to Trevor Lawrence looked flustered, looked confused, made great throws, but the Texans punched him in the mouth from the very beginning to the end. 37-21 Texans. My man Herb about five weeks away from coming down with one of the mysterious illnesses. And then all of a sudden next year, he's the new coach at USC, right? <laughs> he's already had to answer for that. He said no, but I mean, you know, a no is just a yes in the in the coach's world. So <laughs> um Panthers beat the Jets 19-14 in the Sam Darnold fuck you game. By the way, Sam Darnold played. Just like we expected he would, very well. 1914. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. I mean... You do. You do. I like stories. Sam Darnold playing the Jets who gave up on him and beating the kid that they replaced him with, even though Sam Darnold is like, what, three years younger than that kid? <laughs> I think that's a very interesting thing. Shout out to the fact that Christian McCaffrey still is Christian motherfucking McCaffrey. Um, the Chargers beat our good friend, our good friends in Washington. Shout out to the boy Dave Ungar, 20 to 16. Justin Herbert coming through. Shout out to Derwin James doing Derwin James things. Yeah, I'm a Herbert guy, and I'm, I'm all in on this Chargers team. I think they're going to make some noise this season. I really do. Washington, you'll be fine because you can defend. You just got to figure out what you're going to do at quarterback. I think Heineken is probably your best bet. Especially since well, Fitzpatrick is hurt. So I guess he's, he's your gone. only bet at this point, He's right? on IR. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, IR don't mean what it used to mean. IR used to mean you're done for the year. IR now, the way they flex it, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You could come back at some time. Sure. Well, there's IR that's half season and there's IR that's full season. Absolutely. But I think he's gone because it's a hip issue. And as old as he is, he ain't come back from that. I Not hope you're right. But he'll be back next year on Team 42. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. 
Um, Russell Wilson saw Sierra wear that dress to the Met Gala and said, got to get it done, brother. 28-16, Seahawks over the Colts. Uh, I guess the Carson Wentz era isn't starting off like they thought. Or is it? 28 Well, this is starting off how I thought. Like, this is a team <laughs> that has, you know, talent-wise, they should have Super Bowl aspirations. But uh, old Andy Griffin over there ain't going to get it done for you. Or not Andy Griffin, little Opie Taylor ain't going to get it done for you. And shout out to Russell Wilson and his uh, on the Helena Troy side of the game with him and Sierra, right? Hey, little Greek mythology out there for you. I don't just make jokes, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I love it, and Russ loved it. By the way, sure shout, shout out to Russ having the best line of the week uh, on Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli on the the, the simulcast they have on ESPN two. Uh, he was. Um, I forget, man, who was he was looking at? It was, oh, he was they looking were, at Tom. They, they were looking at, C- oh, they were looking at Sierra at the Met Gala, wasn't it? Somebody, but he said, man, uh, I wish I, that's the ring I actually wish I wish I had, talking talking about the ring that he lost, and Peyton saying, man, well, you got the ring I want. I enjoyed that. Yeah, hey, man, Sierra's goodies make the boys jump on it, or get on it, so, yeah, shout out to Russ. Hey, she's a mother. She doesn't make music like that anymore, sir. Hey, man, she became a mother somehow. There's only one way it's done. It's only Adoption. one way it's done. <laughs> In the, <laughs> I was thinking thirsty bakers and turkey, thirsty turkey pasters and condoms, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't tell the people how to do it. Don't do it. Don't get a game away. And probably the biggest shock of the of the day, legitimately, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals punched the Titans in the mouth in Nashville, thirty-eight to thirteen, and man, Nuke. Just out here trying to show people, DeAndre Hopkins, for those you don't know, I'm still the best receiver in the league. Because he is just he man and boys. 38-13 Cardinals. You know, uh Kingsbury, eh. Tannehill, eh. I, I kind of feel like it it's 12 o'clock and Tannehill is Cinderella. And his Cinderella run is been the he about to turn back into <laughs> the Tannehill pumpkin here. <laughs> This season, we don't know how much juice Julio J- Jones still has. They've been beating Travis Henry to holy hell the past few years. And if it's one thing the Titans know how to do, it's run a quarterback into the ground. Hello, Earl Campbell. Hello, Eddie Jones. That's good. Somebody got to win that division. I'm still betting on the Titans. Um, the thing with Arizona is I love Kyler Murray. He's super exciting, but he's just so goddamn small. So as the season wears on on the Michael Vick side of the game, he's going to start to wear out if they can't protect him and keep him from taking some hits. So we'll see what they look like come November, December. For those of you playing along at home, that is not Travis Henry. That's Derrick Henry. That's not quarterback. That's running back. (laughs) That is Earl Campbell. And that's not Eddie Jones. That's Eddie George. For those of you playing along at home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck, man. They knew what the fuck I was talking about. If 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 they tune into this show, they know two things I'ma do. I'ma say Mellon Farmer and I'ma fuck up some Mellon Farmer's names. If it's if it's one dumb cool, you had like four in a row that was all screwed up. I had to let the people know just in case there was some confusion. <laughs> in the beautiful motor city of Detroit, the Lions pull almost pulled off one of the best comebacks you'll ever see. They were down at one point 31 to 0, I believe. Came back, brought it back, but they still lost. The Niners win 41 to 33. Uh, what you think about that? Jimmy G started. Trey Lance came in and played a little bit. Is 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 it time? 
Yeah, I want it to be time, but I mean, the Miller Farm ain't played in two years, so it can't possibly be time. The Lions, I'd be surprised if they won four games this year. Jimmy G, he got his resume up on Indeed right now and Glassdoor and LinkedIn. In other words, he's playing he's playing for the uh, to be the starting quarterback of the Washington football team next year. Okay, that's his destiny. He's, he's playing the next for his next job. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing for his next job right now. We all know it. He he knows it. What? You think he don't know what I'm saying? Boy. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. We spoke about this a little bit earlier, but the Vikings pulled the most Viking thing. You can expect the Vikings to pull. Losing in overtime to, yes, the Cincinnati Bungles. I'm sorry, Cincinnati Bengals. You know, we're AFC North heads, so they're the Bungles forever. Shout out to Joe Burrow. You mentioned earlier they should have went to tackle. Well, the guy they went with, Jamar Chase, had a day. 27-24 in overtime. I knew the Vikings were going to struggle this year, but damn, y'all let the Bengals beat y'all? It Y'all isn't might be, for the record. Is that Paul Brown? So that that eh. does that play anything any difference? Not really. Okay. They they, they mix spaghetti and chili, so that doesn't mean anything. Most of the fans have the runs that you know halfway through the game, so they're not even in the stands anymore. Shout out to MJF with the best quote about Cincinnati. Mid. Touche, touche. But I do love Burrow, and it's good to see him back healthy and and playing well again. Um, and probably the one of the powerhouse games of the of the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who travel better than any team in football, went into went into Buffalo, and played a team, the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia, who went to the AFC Championship game last year, and punched them in the mouth. Steelers can't move the ball at all on offense, but that defense is legit. Shut down Josh Allen, shut down the run game, and the Steelers leave Buffalo twenty three sixteen. What you think, man? You do you think the Steelers got a shot? The Steelers always have a shot. I'm not ever going to discredit Mike Tomlin. As long as he's there, they got a shot. The defense is very good. I mean, what a couple years ago, I watched this guy take Maga Rudolph, and I forgot the other guy that they had starting a few games. Doug Hodges, baby. And they went 500. Like, come on, man. All they need is competent quarterback play, and they're going to be in the mix. Uh, Buffalo, don't don't trip. Y'all will be just fine. Don't trip. They got to get a running game. Josh Allen can't throw the ball 50 times a game they expect to win. But uh, speaking of uh, competent quarterbacks in Pittsburgh, Brian Fitzpatrick, 2022, team number 14. Yeah, team number 45, yep. <laughs> um, Philadelphia just continues. Shout out to Jalen Hurts because people say the boy can't quarterback, the boy can't play. Jalen Hurts had a great game. Reminded the Falcons how terrible they are in Atlanta, in the beautiful Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Eagles 32, Falcons 6. The story's got to be Jalen Hurts. I can't believe I thought Atlanta might do something this year. I don't know why. It just seemed like a good thing to say. Kind of like, you know, bless you when, you know, yeah, I guess. I, I don't particularly enjoy watching them play. I just thought that somebody got to do better this year. So I thought maybe why not them, you know. Uh, Matt Ryan looked horrible. Um, I actually watched the majority of this game because I do live in Atlanta, so that was the you know the game on the early game on. Jalen looked good. Granted, they didn't put him in a position to fail. They barely let him throw the ball past seven yards. He did make a couple of plays downfield, but he he looked good. Like they they kept him in his lane, but he did look good, and I think that was probably one of the more surprising scores of the day. Like Atlanta yeah. just couldn't get it done whatsoever. So. Yeah, agreed. 
and very, very nice touchdown to Devontae Smith um, that he threw right in the corner end zone. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a winner. You know, I, I don't the, – the guy I can I can compare him – most people like to compare him a lot to Lamar, but he's a lot like Tim Tebow to me in that he's never going to be great in practice. He's never going to throw the best ball, but the kid finds a way to win every time. And he's a more capable thrower than people give him credit for. So shout out to Jalen Hurts. I hope he continues to succeed. Philly needs it. The 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 uh, NFC East is wide open because final game of the week we didn't talk about. The Cowboys played the greatest game they'll ever play and lost in Tampa Bay to the greatest living human alive, Thomas Edward Brady. By the way, he's Thomas Edward Brady from now on. Like I'm calling, I'm saying all three of his names like a serial killer. Because, like, the dude just is ridiculous out of this world. I'm watching the game with my grandma, and literally at uh, – they they scored the t- they scored the field goal or whatever. They're up. It is a minute and a half left. I looked at her and said, Tampa Bay won. They gave him too much time. And that's where we are in this world now. 44-year-old Tom Brady, if you give him a minute and a half, you know the game is won. Final thoughts. He actually looked good in that game, too. Like, I take away that interception at the end of the half. That was a Hail Mary throwaway. That doesn't count. And then the other one. Great interception, by the way. Great pick. Yeah, yeah. I wish he would have ladder, ladder. I wish he would have threw it back to one of his other teammates to see if they could do something with it. But that's neither here nor there. I wish he would have kneeled the damn ball. Go to go to the <laughs> damn locker room. You're getting the kick in the second half. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Please. No, um, and then the other one, you know, it fell off the receiver's hands and went to, but yeah, no, he played phenomenal, but shout out to Dak Prescott. That was the revelation for me. He came back. He looked phenomenal, especially against one of the best, if not the best defense in the league. He looked great. Uh, I'm going to need a little more McCarthy. Zeke going to need more than eight carries. I know that it's difficult to run against Tampa. So maybe that was just this game. They knew that they had to throw the ball to win because Tampa's run defense is phenomenal. But you got to find a way to give Zeke more than eight carries. If for no other reason than to keep that clock running and to keep Tampa off the field and maybe get their offense discombobulated. But yeah, D- Dallas, this is Dallas looks exactly how I thought they were going to look. They're going to score a bunch of points. If they're going to be able to stop people, that remains to be seen. People love to cite Indomitian Sue as the reason that that defensive line is great. And by all means, that's right. But Vita Vea had a game. Like, Vita Vea was disrupting the hell out of that backfield. And he's a large part of the reason why Zeke did play so so bad. But yeah, you're right. You got to stick with it. Even if you're not getting nothing, you have to stick with it, if for nothing else, to keep the defense honest. And even if they didn't, that Prescott showed them, boys, he's worth all 100 and whatever million he got because he played a game. And shout out to Jason Pierre-Paul, who, if I'm not mistaken, has more Super Bowl rings than fingers. Is that Something true? Something like that. It's close to yeah. it. He yeah. got two. With, he, he got. I believe he got both of them with the uh, with, with the Giants. Yeah. Giants. Now he got. To th- yeah. So he one one hand he, is full. I, I think it's three and two. I think it's three and two, man. Like a baseball count. <laughs> oh my god! Full count. Let's go. Full count. Full count here. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I do want to touch a little little on college football. Um. I don't watch enough to really talk about it. But big news this week, USC, shit the bed, Clay Helton, out of there. Any thoughts on what's happening with that? Do you have anybody that you think you can see that might want to take the job? Right now, the biggest, uh, everybody's talking about Urban. 
that's funny. It ain't gonna happen. Eric B. Enemy is a shot though. Well, yeah, I could see that. I could see that because clearly, for whatever reason, the NFL doesn't want to give him a shot. So maybe you you hit the back door on the hardball Pete Carroll side of the game, something like that, and then you show your worth, and then you're undeniable. Because SC could still be a power. Like if you visit the campus, all the beautiful women in the beautiful campus, oh, yeah, yeah, it's located smack dab in the hood, but they still have enough cachet, especially you know within the last twenty years. Like no, no young kid wants to go to Michigan. You know what I mean? But SC has been good in the past 20 years and have won titles and stuff like that. So I, I think that's a, a good job. I think it's kind of stressful. The enemy makes sense. I was joking earlier. Yeah, Herb's not taking that. Herb's going to uh, Eastern Michigan or some shit. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know who you get there, man. I, I really don't. And I was shocked that they got rid of oh boy after two games. You know, that was, that was shocking. But shout out to Oregon, too, who looks really good. I watched them versus Ohio State this weekend. They look really good. They're going to be tough. Well, no no disrespect to Oregon, but yeah, Ohio State just looks really bad. <laughs> I think that's the difference. Well, 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 two things can be right simultaneously, right? Yeah, I don't Fair think O State's that good this year either, but yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, man, being to me makes a lot of sense. Like you said, if they're not going to give them the job Pull pull a warm moon and show him why show him why you were worthy and he'll make more anyway probably in college and you'll be able to control everything you want to control. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. Um, a lot of the times jobs that big will be somebody who's already got a job. So I mean, is there anybody you see that's already got a job that might want to move? No, I'm thinking of guys that have jobs, and I'm also trying to wreck my brain and thinking, okay, who's an alum? Lane Kiffin in the coaching. Well, we we've been there before. We can't go back. Well, you're right, but again, Lane Kiffin, <laughs> and I know I know how we feel about homeboy. I know how we feel, but Lane Kiffin gets results, dog. I'm just saying. All right, well, fuck it then. Let's just go get Bobby Petrino then. Fuck it, okay? Well, <laughs> if we just worried about there's, results, <laughs> there's a bit, there's a bit of a difference between Petrino <laughs> and Lane Kiffin. We're not going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I still think that's one of the five best and worst jobs in college football. So I'm sure they'll get somebody. They'll get somebody. Well, obviously they'll get somebody, but you know what I mean. They'll get somebody of some note. I mean, I agree with you, man, and. Uh, my heart says one of the five best jobs in football, but in reality, the five best jobs in football are all in the SEC. And I, I hate saying that, but at this point, I see I can't even go there because of the the expectations. Like I don't well, think I don't I don't think Nick Saban necessarily has fun at Alabama. Well, okay, but see, so we're we're talking different things here because okay. when I think of best job, I, fun is not one of them. When I think of best job, I think most money, best opportunity to win. And best opportunity to get uh, talent, right? So there's no job better than Alabama right now. If if Saban left, that's the biggest job. NFL coach is going to go. LSU is always a great a great uh, place to recruit. Florida, Georgia, like there's so many great because of so much talent down here in the South. Ohio State's definitely up there. I think if you're going to extend all the SEC. Yeah, UCL, I mean, USC maybe, but Stanford is a bigger, is getting better recruits right now. And Oregon is right down the street from Nike. They getting better recruits right now. I just, USC is a great, a great school, but I don't think they are what they used to be. They're, this is not Matt Liner, Reggie Bush. This isn't even John David Booty, UFC anymore. 
Like we've we're it's been a few years since they've been like a powerhouse. Well, so, when I when I say fun though, I mean see what happens down there in Tuscaloosa if Nick Saban has two or three consecutive years where they don't make the college football playoff. They're going to run his ass out of town. That's what I mean by fun. I'm not talking about, like, quality of life or, oh, I get to go fishing and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the pressure. That's why I say I think SC is one of the top five and top worst jobs because the expectations are going to be That's high. Fair. But you're in a position where you can build something there. You They still do have some cachet. And sure. you can lure some quality talent out there and build that thing into a winner. You know what I mean? But dealing with the alum and the yeah. boosters and all of that shit, yeah, that, that shit's stressful, man. Nobody want to do all of that. That's a lot. You're right, man. You're right. Uh, but they're, they're going to get somebody. They're going to get a good hire. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, 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 that, that, that conference has long belonged to Stanford and, and uh, Oregon, so we'll see. We're going to take a break. We've talked enough football for for a whole damn week. we got a little basketball to talk about. We have some possible trades, and I have a surprise question that I read today that I want to pose to my brother, Mr. Platt, and see what he says. So we'll be right back. This three-man weave. You want to hit him with the commercial, or you want me to hit it? Go for it, man, if you don't mind. <clears throat> well, I want all you melon farmers, if you're if you will, to go to ProRescentTees.com slash the chair shot. Why the chair shot, you ask? Because you're smarter than the average fan. We have uh wonder I'm trying to do all the platisms. I'm trying to get them all in. I, I know, just do you, man. You were doing good until <laughs> you fucked your shit off. Just do you. What do you want to tell to the people? Go to ProRescentTees.com slash the chair shot. We got all different types of fantastic, wonderful merchandise for you that you can buy that can be nice on your skins and on your body. You'll enjoy. We have a, a, a plethora of fantastic uh, slogans and whatnot. Jesus did the job. Hashtag journalism. Baron Corbin sucks. The original Corona shirt. The beer, not the virus. All of them. Check your boys out. Everything that you do on ProWestTees.com slash the chair shot helps us continue to bring great products and great content to you weekly, daily, hourly, and so on and so forth. ProWrestlingTees.com slash the chair shot. Thank you and please, please and thank you. And some other platisms and so on and so forth. And shalom. That was excellent, by the way. I do have to let the people know, 30% of that Baron Corbin sucks t-shirt goes to the actual Baron Corbin. So he can maintain his lifestyle to make sure that his wife and kids don't leave him anymore. So he can go get his repossessed Bentley from Shinsuke Nakamura, still have his T-bone and filet mignon steaks, and keep his hair cut and go to the dry cleaner so he ain't got to walk around with stains on his goddamn shirt all the time. So not only are you going to be supporting the movement known as thechairshot.com, you are also going to be giving to charity and supporting a good cause, which is because I'm tired of seeing Baron Corbin with that shabby-ass haircut. By the way, before we go to commercial, the greatest line WWE has written in a long time was Baron Corbin holding the can of SpaghettiOs and banging banging it on the curb. <laughs> Bro, since you brought it up, man, do you remember the SmackDown episode when he was begging Kevin Owens for money? He finally gave him the money. Then he got shot in the balls by the Shotzi Blackheart cannon and Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler came and stashed his money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, we'll be right back. 
Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. So I know it's mid-August, so not a whole lot of NBA news, but... One major NBA uh, story of note that I thought was uh, important enough that we need to talk about. The uh, Houston Rockets have made an agreement with John Wall that he will no longer be playing for the team. And he may be there through training camp, but he will not play any games with the team and will be traded. And uh, the reason he's going to be traded is because the Rockets have doubled down and want to move forward with shout out to Steven Silas, the coach. With the young boys, Kevin Porter and Jalen Green, the number two pick in the draft, which I think is a fantastic uh, young backcourt to move forward for the future. Now, two things. Number one, John Wall just left his D.C. where he's a legend out there. His, his number will be put in the rafters. And to be traded there for uh, Russell Westbrook. I, I was going to say Russell Wilson, just to be funny. Well, no, you wouldn't be funny. You're probably being serious. <laughs> I, I, I do. Yeah, I do mix them up from time to time. But yeah, yeah. Right. I understand. Yeah. Shout out to Russell Westbrook in his dress, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just going to mute the mic. Mute the mic. There you Keep go. I've, yep. Talk about popping. You talk about popping your co-host. Um, but yeah, so that's number. That's interesting of note that he just got there. And now he's gone. Second inches of note. There's a young man in Philadelphia who's trying to be gone. Could this be the move? John Wall picks and maybe you throw in a young kid for Ben Simmons. This reminds me that Ben Simmons situation. Family, y'all will understand this analogy. You've got that one family member. Perhaps it's a cousin, perhaps it's an uncle, maybe it's a sibling, whatever the case may be. They just can't get right. And somehow, some way, they end up coming to stay with you. And it's all good for a little bit. You know, they're they're cleaning up behind themselves. They'll do the dishes every now and again. They'll take your car to go get washed. They'll take out the trash. Maybe they'll cook some Sunday dinner for you and stuff like that. But then after a little bit, they start leaving their drawers in the bathroom. They start smoking weed in your house. I'm not against smoking weed. They just don't do it in the house. Don't don't smoke in the house. I don't like that. You know, maybe they have their girlfriend over and she be staying over or boyfriend, whatever. And they be staying over a little bit too long, using up all your toilet paper, using the good shampoo. You know, the, the one that you pay like 15 bucks for. This is oddly and- specific. <laughs> I'm, I'm painting a picture. Oh, gotcha. And then all of a sudden they get a job. 
you're getting on their nerves. They're getting on your nerves. Y'all know that this is not permanent. It's just not going to last. They eat the big piece of chicken. They start getting a job. They start making a little bit of money. They start saving a little bit of money because they're not paying you no rent, obviously, or chipping in on any of the goddamn bills. And they start saving up a little bit of money. And then you're thinking, okay, cool. They're about to move out. They tell you, hey, I'm finna move out. And then they do some bullshit and they lose their job. And now you staring at them. They staring at you. You don't want them there. They don't want to be there, but they have no place else to go. That's Ben Simmons in Philly, ladies and gentlemen. That's also cousin. That's also cousin Paul <laughs> in Chris's house. <laughs> no, that no, that's a very astute, also oddly specific uh, assertion. Uh, and uh, you're right. Like they don't want him there. He want to be there, but they can't get rid of each other yet. So, but we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, my good friend Mr. Platt's uh, Rolodex of uh, oh here you Adrian Wojnarowski esque contacts here you go. <laughs> but it is legitimate. It's a legitimate question. Ben Simmons can't be there no more. They will not just buy him out. They'd be stupid to do that. They're not gonna trade him for less than he's worth. They'd be stupid to do that too. But they're asking for the king's ransom, right? They're asking for, you know, they're asking for the for the Blarney Stone and the King's Diamond, and they want Big Ben, you know what I'm saying? And Westminster Abbey. Like you want it all. You can't get it all. But money got a match. Ben Simmons make about the same as John Wall. It's funny because the Rockets could have had Ben Simmons when he was still before he was a pariah when the, the James Harden held it for hostage because that they wanted straight up Harden for Ben Simmons. I don't know, man. Like, John Wall's nice, but John Wall ain't no damn James Harden. No, and I mean, it makes sense for both teams. It really does. I have another oddly specific analogy to explain this situation oh, as well, if, if you don't tell. mind. Uh, full disclosure, this was years and years before I met my beautiful queen that I've been happy with and settled down with for the longest. I'm, I'm washed life and, you know, I embrace it. Many years before that. I was seeing this young lady. I went over to her house one day and I brought my DVD player and three DVDs. And we were just, you know, hanging out, whatever, whatever. So time goes on. Uh, the young lady and I, we fall out. We're not seeing each other anymore. You know, just the relationship ran its course, whatever, whatever. I show up over there one night, not for her. I just want my DVD player and my three DVDs back. That's all. It's like, well, let me just come in right quick and grab my DVD and my DVD players. No. Okay, well, could you bring them out to me? I don't have them. Yeah, you do. I left them here. No, I don't. Now, with, with the, the, the benefit of hindsight and, you know, the player that I am, I understand now she probably had another dude over there. That's why I couldn't come in and give him a shit. But uh, <laughs> hey, they was probably watching my shit. Hey, bro, hope you enjoyed any given Sunday the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> quality quality visuals there, quality visuals. Yeah, but I feel like that's what's happening here if Philly and Houston are trying to make a deal because you got two exes that didn't split on the best of terms trying to come together and figure some shit out. Plus, you know Houston wants picks. You know Daryl gonna want picks. I don't see in what universe, while it makes sense for both of them, I don't see in what universe they could actually make that happen 
where both teams feel fulfilled and satisfied. I don't see it happening either unless you give Christian Wood away and Christian Wood legitimately can be an all-star. There's no way in hell you can give them Christian Wood. Plus, I don't think him and Embiid could necessarily play well together. Well, they could. I don't think so either. But my my thought process is this. Uh, ben Simmons coming to the coming to the Rockets, if they happen, he's going to have to play four because Kevin Porter is your one, Jalen Green is your two. Ben Simmons is going to have to play on the wing or play four. And we know Ben Simmons was drafted as a power forward. That just was made a point guard and he'd be a great power he's he's his best future for his career is being more athletic more talented Draymond Green wow are you serious yeah if he doubles down on that he could be hall of fame level because being the best you really not here for my man Benjamin at all well no I I just don't think you you appreciate the the accoutrements that Draymond Green brings to the table I, Draymond Green is one of the most important. I'm, I, this, this maybe this is the most controversial thing said on the podcast, but I don't give a fuck. Draymond Green is one of the most important basketball players in the in the history of basketball because I think what he did, what he brings to a team, what he brings to a basketball court, is Dennis Rodman esque. If Dennis Rodman could pass the ball and Dennis Rodman could control the, control the offense, he controls the offense in every single way. And he controls the defense. Oh, and by the way, he's the best defensive player on the court every almost every night. It's amazing what this dude does. He's literally a coach on the floor. On the floor. No, and he that has was, no offensive talent whatsoever <laughs> at all. That wasn't a shot to Draymond Green at all. I think Draymond Green is a future Hall of Famer, and I think he he got blessed because he went to, to maximize and exceed his. But no, he's yeah, he's the straw. He's the glue. There, yeah. there is no Golden State dynasty without Draymond Green. I'm not shitting on Draymond whatsoever. I just and, and Ben, all right, man. This the apparently this is the theme of the show. Okay, Ben, I got a room for you here too, man, at the Cranber <laughs> Condo, man. I'm not throwing Ben Simmons away. This kid is what 24, 25 years old. I think that his ceiling, talent wise, he's got the talent to be the best player in the league. I think that he is that talented. He got the yips right now. He got some shit he got to work out. By the way, Ben, I am a certified life coach. I can help you through this, okay? We can work this out. Just come on over to the Cranber Cranber condo and we'll talk. Let's just have a conversation, man. I'm not throwing him away either, man. He's way too young. He's, what, 24, 25? I'm not throwing him away. I just think that his ceiling is higher than you slated him at. That's all. Okay. Let's 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 see that, okay? In college, one year at one year I, I at LSU. Grace checking his age right now. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. One year at one year at LSU in the SEC. I dare you to tell LSU. me any team. I, well, hold on, just let me let me let me okay. set the scene because okay. you're gonna understand where I'm going with this. Okay. If there's I, nobody can tell me any SEC team worth a damn except for Kentucky, right? And maybe two years of Florida. Well, that's SEC. different though. That's different sure. though, because his but his then, dad had a relationship with the assistant coach. That's how they got him to LSU. No, right, right. You you see my point. In the SEC, where there is no legitimate competition whatsoever. Okay. 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 He averaged nineteen points a game. It's good for college. How's that no, not good for college? That's terrible for college because boys in college regularly average. If you're a superstar, more than that. Ben Simmons could not do that. Ben Simmons. How much did Zion average in, in college? I'm yeah. not saying he's Zion. I'm just saying no, 19 points a game for college. That's 
you know, depending on the scheme you're playing and whatnot, that's not horrible. You're right. I also would like to note, and I'm not trying to stick up for my point, but Zion also played with two other top ten picks, for the record. Yeah, that's why so. they made the tournament. You know, what's so common ain't what was common ain't always so common. Um, you just called me an idiot, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you said so, I ain't got no conversation. People listening. People listening. <laughs> <laughs> Zion average twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, so three points. He hit one more three. What no threes on me, but okay. This one new one must make threes. What <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, at a certain point, you are who you are. I, I'm not doubting you can't get better. He, the shooting will go away. Markel Fultz can shoot now, right? The shooting yips will go away because it is 100% the yips. My point is you are who you are, and you're not often going to get better at something you were never good at in the first place. Dwight Howard's not going to become a three-point shooter. It's not going to happen. Right, he tried. Or what he, you remember that? He, he tried. He did. <laughs> but you can't get better at the things you already have talent at. Ben Simmons is one of the most talented basketball players in this league, but an offensive player he is not. He's a fantastic offensive mind. He knows people should go. He can pass the ball fantastically. He is dynamic when he is driving to the basket, LeBron esque. But he's not going to be a shooter. He's not going to be a guy who's going to be trusted to get twenty five. He can't do that, and that is no slight because it's only. 10, 20 people in the league that can get you 25 on a regular basis. But if you say, go out and be the best defensive player in the league and go out and, and you're entrusted to run the team the way you run, want, think about it. Jalen Green, Kevin Porter, they want to get 30. Kids, you Ben's going to get 10 assists off the GP, right? Off the rip. So being Draymond Green, and, and by the way, Draymond can't score anymore. He doesn't even try. Ben can get 15 points easy, right? That's not hard for him if he actually decides to shoot the fucking ball. So, I like, I think we're talking about put Michael... If you mix Michael Cooper with Jason Kidd and Rudy Gobert, that's what Ben Simmons can be. Aha, I got you there. I got you there. Jason Kidd couldn't shoot for the first 12 years, his first 12 years in the league. You're right. Ace and kid, because he ain't got no J. Yeah, and he wasn't 6'10", neither. Well, which it makes it easier for him, because the shorter you are, the easier <laughs> it is. I'm but just saying, ben, 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 just, hey, man, come on down here to the ATL. Come on down to the Cranbrook condo. Prayerfully, in a few years, it'll be the Cranbrook compound. That's my goal. I, want, I literally want to have a compound. Yeah, I want to have, yeah, I want to have a bunch of land where family can come out and come in and whatever, whatever. They can stay for a little bit, but we gotta don't have to be on top of each other, and then we can go to our respective corners or whatever. But come on down to the Cranbrook condo, okay? We will rehabilitate you. I don't know what they eat in Australia. I don't know how to cook uh, kangaroo, but I'm pretty sure I could learn. I'm pretty sure I could learn. I would probably marinate it in some apple cider vinegar to make sure the meat's tender before I threw it on the grill or in the air fryer. I could figure it out. Come on down, man. I got a hoop right around the corner. Let's talk. We'll talk. We'll get you together, man. Come on down. You see what we did with Jameis, right? We're we're currently working on Tua, David, or David Tua, Jesus Christ. We're currently working on Tua right now. We're getting him back together. We specialize in results, Benjamin. Come on down, man. 
come on down. We got you. I got you. I will put my arms around you, give you one of them big manly hugs. I don't know how you feel. Are you a, a shake and hug guy or are you a we slap hands and then we hug guy? I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm here for you. I'm not giving up on you. I believe in you. I believe in you. You will be a top 10 player in this league. You need to change the scenery. Come on down here. Kick back. My mom ain't here now, so we got a whole ass queen bed for you. It's probably not going to be big enough, but I will. We'll figure something out. Just come on down to the Cranbrook condo. We're going to rehabilitate you, man. We're going to get you back out here. Right. I believe in you, Benjamin. I believe in you. I don't know if anybody ever told you that besides your mom and your daddy and that oddly cute sister that you have because I watched your documentary. That's why I like you so much. I believe in you. I believe in you. Conjecture here. I don't know this for a fact. So I'm just on a whim. But I venture to guess that the reason he's having problems doesn't stem from the fact that people didn't tell him they, that they love him. I'm pretty sure it's quite the opposite. They probably told him a little too much that we Okay, love. well then he needs a kick in the ass. Well, come on down, Benjamin. I will be that kick in the ass that you need. I will put my foot so far up your ass, you will be digesting and regurgitating my shoelaces. Whatever you need, Ben, I got you. I believe in you. You're going to be just fine. Come on down to the Grand Bacondo. Go holler at Jameis, famous Jameis, famous Amos Jameis. Go holler at him and see how we've turned his entire life around, okay? We specialize in results. And ladies and gentlemen, that's Chris Platt. <laughs> uh, I I had other topics. I can't follow that. We're just going to take a break and we're going to come back and end the show talking some baseball. Uh, and actually, this is going to be a good one. Uh, so, yeah, uh, keep it keep it, keep it locked. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Welcome back to Three Man Weave, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, joined by the Reverend Ray Cash, and Tunny is on assignment. Simon, Simon, Simon. Make sure you go to Pro Wrestling Tees, Tees, Tees dot com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. Well, just a bit outside. We're going to uh, shout out to Harry Carey. Um, so when I when I when I try to think of any topics I want to bring for three man weave, I look to the goats. Right. I look to the around the horns, the pardon the interruptions and. The debate shows of the day to see is there anything that catches my eye one thing caught my eye of late and uh it is a baseball topic and i want to speak more baseball because we're getting to the nitty-gritty and baseball has been great this year by and large right i think so many of us just willingly gave shohei otani the mvp award for the american league i mean my man is one of the best pitchers in the in the league um, I think he has, if not the most, the second most wins. Uh, he's killing it in, in, in terms of his batting average and his home runs and whatnot. But, uh, Mr. Platt, we forgot a major player. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is killing it with the, uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. And I believe they're, num- they're the number one in the league. Whereas the uh, Angels are, as they often are, Middle of the road, if not bad. I want to give you some stats. Now, granted, Shohei and what he's doing on the on the hill and behind the plate, unprecedented. This year, Shohei as a pitcher is nine and two with three point three six ERA, hundred and thirty six strikeouts, and he's also hitting two fifty seven with forty four home runs and ninety four RBIs. And actually, 923 stolen bases, which is crazy to me. But Vlad McGrero is hitting 317, number one in baseball, number one in AL. 45 home runs, number one in the AL. And 103 RBIs, which I believe is number three or four in the AL. I think it's a competition now. And I understand this is, it, it, it goes down to that Ajo argument best player in the league or the best player on the best team where do you where do you stand are you rocking with vladdy vladdy jr or are you rocking with showtime otani you know ray if you would have asked me this question two months ago maybe even a month and a half ago i would have told you you were smoking crack like i would have told you to put the pipe down of course it's got to be otani at that point like seriously like he's reinvigorated baseball and the shit that he's doing we haven't seen this done since what babe ruth and I don't Literally. even know if Babe and I don't even know if Babe Ruth pitched and hit simultaneously. You know what I mean? But I mean, like you said, Angels did the middle of the pack. The, the Blue Jays, number one, that lineup is super scary. I wouldn't want to see them in the postseason, and they're going to make the postseason. Like them and the Yankees have a super scary lineup as well. It's a race now. And you know, the the cool thing about baseball is sometimes they'll reward individual effort or individual excellence even if the team isn't going that well you don't often you never see it in the nfl you rarely see it in the nba as well (sighs) this is tough because at this point in time i'm leaning towards laddie jr as you put him in the in the in in the lineup And, and shout out to his dad too that motherfucker was a beast man like there was no pitch he couldn't hit literally there was not a single pitch that he couldn't hit 
But um, I'm leaning towards Vlad right now because his team is doing better. He's taking the league in home runs. He's batting a little bit better. He's got a little bit higher batting average. And, and I think the American thing is going to come into play here, too, which is ironic. Ooh, because Vladdy ain't American. But he speaks English a little better than uh, that's right. uh, better than better than Otami lets you know that he speaks English. It's not that and, you know. And we know his dad. His dad is a beloved figure in baseball lore. So yes, yeah, one of the greatest hitters I ever saw play. Seriously, like this melon farmer. Go back and play uh, MLB the show when Vladimir was on there. So if you, you know the game. So for those of you oh, that yeah. never played the game, like they literally, as they're pitching you, they have the strike zone up. So it shows you the hot zones, i.e. where the hitter is most likely to make contact and do some damage with it, and the cold zones. Mm-hmm. I don't think this mother farmer, I think him and Barry Bonds, they didn't have bro. no cold zones. Yeah, it was all, all red. red. <laughs> my boy, wasn't, my yeah. boy wasn't, wasn't swinging a bat. My boy was playing cricket. My boy yeah. was hitting that bad boy down. I'm like almost but below the knees. Nothing. Dead center. Really? I, I saw this dude's father take a slider. It was literally in the dirt and take it 350 yards or 350, uh, whatever the fuck they call them feet mm-hmm. and a home run. Like he was mm-hmm. absolutely incredible, but I, I, it sucks because I feel like this season is going to be remembered as the year of Otami. And I think that he does deserve the MVP, but I, I could see them. I could see the baseball writers sliding, siding rather with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His team's doing better. The numbers are comparable, and he's going to make the postseason, which we we can't say that about Otami. Let me give you some spe- some specific numbers for those of you listening. Toronto right now is second in the AL East with eighty. They're eighty two and sixty four. By the way, Tampa Bay is above them, and they're the best team in baseball. So this is like they're not like they're just languishing. They're the they're if you if you were to line them up in order, Toronto's the the fourth best team in baseball right now. So, and the Angels are seventy and seventy four. Some more specific numbers again: Vladimir Guerrero is third in the league in batting average at three seventeen. Number one is Starling Marte, Starling Marte with three twenty two. He's number one in home runs with forty five. He's number he's he's tied at number three with RBIs one hundred three. Number one is Salvador Perez in Kansas City with 109. And he's number one in hits with 173. He is, by far, killing it and very well may win the Triple Crown. And you know how baseball is about stats and Triple Crown winners. Now, I firmly believe that in a team sport, you can't be the MVP of your league and can't and your team is bad. Because that means that your, your greatness is not attributing to success right except for baseball because in baseball one player does not affect the team like it does in soccer or base or basketball or football or hockey or any of these other sports in baseball mike trout statistically is the greatest player we've ever seen in our lives and i don't think he's ever been to the postseason so it's like doesn't really matter can you go call MVP? Is it possible? Can you do that? Is, can you do that? I don't know who I picked, dog, because Shohei is not going to win the, the the Cy Young anymore because Boyd's got 16, 17 wins. He's at nine. So that's done. You got to reward the kid some kind of way. But Vladdy's having a, a year. I don't know. And I, I know that's a cop out. I don't know. 
No, I feel you, man. Hell, I don't even know what makes a good baseball team. I really don't. And, and you know, if you ask people, they'll say, "Oh, well, well you need pitching and 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 yeah. clutch inning." No shit, Sherlock. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, it, it, because you look at some of these teams on paper and you'll say, "Well, they should be killing it." And then you'll look at some of these other teams. You're saying, "How, like, like when the years where you know in the in the aughts where San Francisco and the Cardinals were alternating World Series titles, and you're looking mm-hmm. at these teams like, how the hell are they doing this?" I have no idea. I have no idea what a what a good baseball team is. I think there are three things that matter for a good baseball team. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to win the World Series, but you have to have two or three top-level starters that can get at least six innings into the game. That I know that sounds simple, but that's not easy. You got to have a very, very solid bullpen. And I don't mean like one or two guys. I'm talking about a, a great closer, two or three great middle relievers, two or three great setup guys, a fantastic bullpen. You have to have a good bullpen now. And you ain't got to have guys that can hit home runs, but you have to get motherfuckers that can get on base. I think those are the three. And so, and again, sounds simple as hell. Everybody can't do it. And the Indians had all of that. Not this well, year. But they had all of that. They had a, a quality starting five. They had about two or three guys. Hell, I think uh, Kluber, well, not last year, but he won the high the Heisman, Jesus Christ. He won the he, side he won the a couple years ago for Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the bullpen was the bullpen was phenomenal. If you got yep. to the seventh, they were good. We had Frankie Lindor that they just traded because they didn't want to pay him a zillion dollars. And uh Ramirez, who was an MVP candidate last year. And the Indians could make series. it out. We not since fucking 2016, man. It's 2021. It's five years ago. You act like yeah, you know, that's five you know years last, ago. You know the last and time lost. the Diamondbacks World Series and won. The towers fell and won. The last time we got to one in general was one. when the tower. Okay, sure, but <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get there. Can we get there? Shout out to Corey Kluber, by the way. Who, by the way, speaking of getting into the innings. If he if he came out after the eighth, if he came out before the eighth inning, he's pissed. That boy went deep in game. Shout out to Corey Kluber. There's a joke in there, but I, I there's no way in hell I could say that. I'll just say Google Thank Corey you. Kluber and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for saving that for us, sir. Because uh, <laughs> that could have been quite dangerous. Uh, let's get out of here real quick, man. Uh, let's preview the game for tonight because you know this comes out on Thursday. Uh, so I believe we have the Giants and the football team. Danny Dimes and, and Taylor. Heineken. <laughs> Heineken. Heineken. Good God. <laughs> hey, oh, enjoy, our, enjoy them checks, Amazon. <laughs> we surely put our best foot forward on this one, didn't we, folks? Yep. Okay. Chase Young, Danny Dimes should be fun to watch, right? Yeah, that shit could turn into a reverse Theismann if we're not careful. Not putting Why that you gotta on go there, bro? Not putting that on you. Because it's funny. Christ. It was funny. I, I'm not wishing harm on any player, oh, but that God. shit was funny. Okay, Chris, give me, give me a prediction and give me a score. Right now, <sighs> right now the spread is, is, it is literally as pick em as it gets. Washington minus three. So you know what that means in Vegas. You get three points for being at home. That means they ain't got no idea who's going to win this damn game. And 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 Washington's at home? Yes. Yeah, yes. you get three. Yeah. 
so they yeah you yeah you heard what Ray said. Um, this shit is gonna be ugly as work shoes on a Tuesday, because you know Tuesday is the only day that people work. I'm gonna go Washington football team just because I, I trust their defense more than I trust any either one of these quarterbacks. So I'm gonna say Washington football team. If I got to give a score, seventeen to six, some shit like that. Like I don't even think like y'all gonna turn halfway through this game like y'all gonna turn away from the game at halftime and forget there's a game on and start watching dark side of the ring or some shit so yeah i and say the washington watch football on, team and what's what's that to watch on thursdays dark side of the ring season premieres thursday i believe or it's tonight That's, i believe it's, really i think so playing right from hell Nah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch that. Yeah, There's always yeah. a couple of them I catch every year. Yes, I'm yeah. going to catch that. One. Yeah. Um, what, what, what say you, though, man? What you think? I'm a believer in Dan Dimes, man. And Saquon got to go off eventually, dog. So he got yeah. to. This may not be the game. Go off the team. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Washington has great ends, but uh, their defensive tackles are a little suspect. And because their ends are so good, I think they, we we think the whole line is great. I think Saquon could get in between the in between the tackles, and maybe have a good game. I'm gonna go Giants 13-10. Good point. And you you both you two think this is gonna be bowling shoe ugly? Oh, it's defense on defense, and one team ain't got none. So there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Heineken. See if he can bring out some more of that uh that magic. Hey, the kid looked really good last year. Um, he he's not ready to start, but I think he has some talent that he can maybe be. Maybe he could be that guy for the next six, seven years till you draft a superstar. I don't know. The kid got talent. Um, but, hey, we've been on here way too long. So I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, for the commissioner, PC Tunney, who you can find at PC Tunney. And, you know, you can find your boy at It's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y's and Mysterio. C-A-S-H as in dollars. You can find the show at three underscore man weave. Howl at us. Tweet us. We will treat you back. I promise you we will. I know we will because y'all don't tweet us anyway. So the second y'all do, we're going to tweet you back. Uh, but as always, I'm going to see the floor to my um, wonderful, loving, light-skinned brother, Mr. Chris Platt, and let him finish the show out the way it's supposed to be finished. Well, hell, man, they didn't know I was light-skinned. I, I sound like some big Barry White-looking melon farmer. You didn't have to tell them I look like Drake. You, Yo, pic, you use your, your pictures all over the internet, sir. Oh, yeah. Anywho, you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. <laughs> but more importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, make sure we're able to keep providing that content day in and day out here at the Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and picking out an official Chair Shot T-shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please also make sure you tune into many of the other great shows we have here on the Chair Shot. Pod is War. We'll be back here momentarily. The Greg DeMarco Show. Bandwagon Nerds. That's the best show you're not listening to. So make sure you go and check that out. Everything Mag's got going on. The Miranda Show. I know I missed some. If I missed you, please blame, blame, blame it on the brain, not the heart. You heard me call Eddie George Eddie Jones. Y'all already know what it is. It's all love. Just tune in to Chair Shot. Go to Pro Wrestling. Go Go to ProWrestleTees.com forward slash ChairShot, but also go to TheChairShot.com. Look at the podcast. You're going to find something you love. They're all great shows, and we're really trying to do something to make this thing happen for you, the listener. Again, shout out to PC Tunney. Couldn't be here this week. Shout out to my brother Ray Cash. 
for both of those gentlemen. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. We'll see you back here on Three Man Weave next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Woo, woo. We're going to end like that for real? Couldn't help myself. I'm cutting that shit out. Uh, shalom. Um, hey, welcome back to Three Man Weave, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, joined by the Reverend Ray Cash, and Tunny is on assignment. Simon, Simon, Simon. Make sure you go to Pro Wrestling Tees, Tees, Tees dot com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. Well, just a bit outside. We're going to uh, shout out to Harry Carey. Um, so, when I when I when I try to think of any topics I want to bring for three man weave, I look to the goats, right? I look to the around the horns, the pardon the interruptions, and the debate shows of the day to see is there anything that catches my eye. One thing caught my eye of late, and uh, it is a baseball topic, and I want to speak more baseball because we're getting to the nitty gritty, and baseball has been great this year by and large, right? I think so many of us just willingly gave Shohei Otani the MVP award for the American League. I mean, my man is one of the best pitchers in the in the league. Um, I think he has, if not the most, the second most wins. Uh, he's killing it in, in, in terms of his batting average and his home runs and whatnot. But, uh, Mr. Platt, we forgot a major player. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is killing it with the... Uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays, and I believe they're, num- they're the number one in the league, whereas the uh, Angels are, as they often are, middle of the road, if not bad. I want to give you some stats. Now, granted, Shohei and what he's doing on the on the hill and behind the plate, unprecedented. This year, Shohei, as a pitcher, is 9-2 with 3.36 ERA, 136 strikeouts. And he's also hitting 257 with 44 home runs and 94 RBIs. And actually, 23 stolen bases, which is crazy to me. But Vlad McGrero is hitting 317, number one in baseball, number one in AL. 45 home runs, number one in the AL. And 103 RBIs, which I believe is number three or four in the AL. I think it's a competition now and i understand this is it, it, it goes down to that age argument best player in the league or the best player on the best team where do you where do you stand are you rocking with vladdy vladdy jr or are you rocking with showtime otani you know ray if you would have asked me this question two months ago Maybe even a month and a half ago, I would have told you you were smoking crack. Like, I would have told you to put the pipe down. Of course, it's got to be Otami at that point. Like, seriously, like, he's reinvigorated baseball and the shit that he's doing. We haven't seen this done since, what, Babe Ruth? And I don't even know if Babe and I don't even know if Babe Ruth pitched and hit simultaneously. You know what I mean? But I mean, like you said, Angels did the middle of the pack. The Blue Jays, number one, that lineup is super scary. I wouldn't want to see them in the postseason, and they're going to make the postseason. Like, them and the Yankees have a super scary lineup as well. <sighs> it's a race now. And, you know, the, the cool thing about baseball is sometimes 
their reward individual effort or individual excellence, even if the team isn't going that well. You don't often, you never see it in the NFL. You rarely see it in the NBA as well. <sighs> this is tough because at, at this point in time, I'm leaning towards Laddie Jr. As you put him in the in the in in the lineup, and and shout out to his dad too. That motherfucker was a beast, man. Like there was no pitch he couldn't hit. Literally, there was not a single pitch that he couldn't hit. But um, I'm leaning towards Vlad right now because his team is doing better. He's taking the league in home runs. He's batting a little bit better. He's got a little bit higher batting average. And now I think the American thing is going to come into play here, too, which is ironic. Ooh, because Vladdy ain't American. But he speaks English a little better than better than Otami lets you know that he speaks English. It's not that, you know. And we know his dad. His dad is a beloved figure in baseball lore. So Yes. Yeah, one of the greatest hitters I ever saw play. Seriously, like this Mellon Farmer. Go back and play uh, MLB The Show when Vladimir was on there. So if you you know the game. So for those of you oh, that yeah. never played the game, like they literally, as they're pitching you, they have the strike zone up. So it shows you the hot zones, i.e. where the hitter is most likely to make contact and do some damage with it, and the cold zones. Mm-hmm. I don't think this mother farm. I think him and Barry Bonds. They didn't have bro. no cold zones. Yeah, it was all, all red. red. My boy wasn't. My boy wasn't wasn't swinging a bat. My boy was playing cricket. My boy yeah. was hitting that bad boy down. I'm like almost, but below the knees, nothing. Dead center. Really, I I saw this dude's father take a slider. It was literally in the dirt and take it 350 yards or 350 uh whatever the fuck they call them feet. Mm-hmm. And a home run. Like, he was mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. But I, 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 it sucks because I feel like this season is going to be remembered as the year of Otami. And I think that he does deserve the MVP. But I, I could see them, I could see the baseball writers sliding, siding rather with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His team's doing better. The numbers are comparable. And he's going to make the postseason, which we we can't say that about Otami. Let me give you some spe- some specific numbers for those of you listening. Toronto right now is second in the AL East with 80 they're 82 and 64. And by the way, Tampa Bay is above them and they're the best in, the ba- in baseball. So this is like they're not like they're just languishing. They're the they're if you if you were to line them up in order, Toronto's the the fourth best team in baseball right now. So and the Angels are 70 and 74. Some more specific numbers again. Vladimir Guerrero is third in the league in batting average at 317. Number one is Starling Marte, Starling Marte with 322. He's number one in home runs at 45. He's number he's, he's tied at number three with RBIs 103. Number one is Salvador Perez in Kansas City with 109. And he's number one in hits with 173. He is by far killing it and very well may win the Triple Crown. And you know how baseball is about stats and triple crown winners. Now, I firmly believe that in a team sport, you can't be the MVP of your league and can't and your team is bad because that means that your your greatness is not attributing to success, right? Except for baseball, because in baseball, one player does not affect the team like it does in soccer. Or base or basketball or football or hockey or any of these other sports. In baseball, Mike Trout statistically is the greatest player we've ever seen in our lives. And I don't think he's ever been to the postseason. So it's like 
doesn't really matter. Can you go co-MVP? Is it possible? Can you do that? Is, <laughs> can you do that? I don't know who I picked, dog, because Shohei is not going to win the, the, the Cy Young anymore because Boyd's got 16, 17 wins. He's at nine. So that's done. You got to reward the kid some kind of way. But Vladdy's having a a year. I don't know. And I, I know there's a cop out. I don't know. No, I feel you, man. Hell, I don't even know what makes a good baseball team. I really don't. And, and you know, if you ask people, they'll say, oh, well, well you need pitching and, and, and yeah. clutch in. No shit, Sherlock. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It, it, because you look at some of these teams on paper and you'll say, well, they should be killing it. And then you'll look at some of these other teams. You're saying how like like when the years where, you know, in the in the aughts where San Francisco and the Cardinals were alternating World Series titles and you're looking mm-hmm. at these teams like how the hell are they doing this? I have no idea. I have no idea what a what a good baseball team is. I think there are three things that matter for a good baseball team. Now this doesn't mean you're going to win the World Series, but you have to have two or three Top-level starters that can get at least six innings into the game. That I know that sounds simple, but that's not easy. You got to have a very, very solid bullpen. And I don't mean like one or two guys. I'm talking about a, a great closer, two or three great middle relievers, two or three great setup guys, a fantastic bullpen. You have to have a good bullpen now. And you ain't got to have guys that can hit home runs, but you have to get motherfuckers that can get on base. I think those are the three. And so, and again, sounds simple as hell. Everybody can't do it. And the Indians had all of that. Not this well, year, but they had all of that. They had a, a quality starting five. They had about two or three guys. Hell, I think uh, Kluber, well, not last year, but he won the Heisman. The high, Jesus Christ, he won the side he, Young a couple years ago for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, but the, the bullpen was... The bullpen was phenomenal. If you got yep. to the seventh, they were good. We had Frankie Lindor that they just traded because they didn't want to pay him a zillion dollars. And uh, Ramirez, who was an MVP candidate last year. And but the Indians could make series. it out. We Not since fucking 2016, man. It's 2021. It's five years ago. You act like. Yeah, that's five you know years last, ago. You know the last time the Diamondbacks did the World Series? And won. The towers fell. And won. The last time we got to one in general and was one. when the tower. Okay, sure. But <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get there. Can we get there? Shout out to Corey Kluber, by the way, who, by the way, speaking of getting into the innings, if he if he came out after the eighth, if he came out before the eighth inning, he's pissed. That boy went deep in game. Shout out to Corey Kluber. There's a joke in there, but I, I there's no way in hell I could say that. I'll just say Google hey. Corey Kluber and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for saving that for us, sir. Because uh, that could have been quite dangerous. Uh, let's get out of here real quick, man. Uh, let's preview the game for tonight because, you know, this comes out on Thursday. Uh, so I believe we have the Giants and the football team. Danny Dimes and, and Taylor. I know. I know. Good God. Hey, enjoy our, enjoy them checks, Amazon. <laughs> we surely put our best foot forward on this one, didn't we, folks? Yep. Okay. Chase Young, Danny Dimes should be fun to watch, right? Yeah, that shit could turn into a reverse Theismann if we're not careful. Not putting Why that you gotta on go there, bro? Because it's funny. Christ. 
It was funny. I, I'm not wishing harm on any player, but that shit was funny. Okay, Chris, give me give me a prediction and give me a score. Right now, <sighs> right now the spread is it is literally as pick 'em as it gets. Washington minus three. So you know what that means in Vegas. You get three points for being at home. That means they ain't got no idea who's gonna win this damn game. And 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 Washington's at home. Yes. Yeah, yes. you get three. Yeah. So they yeah you yeah you heard what Ray said. Um, this shit is gonna be ugly as work shoes on a Tuesday, because you know Tuesday is the only day that people work. I'm gonna go Washington football team just because I, I trust their defense more than I trust any either one of these quarterbacks. So I'm gonna say Washington football team. If I got to give a score, seventeen to six, some shit like that. Like I don't even think like y'all gonna turn halfway through this game like y'all gonna turn away from the game at halftime and forget there's a game on and start watching dark side of the ring or some shit so yeah i say washington football team and what's what's there to watch on thursdays dark side of the ring season premieres thursday i believe or it's tonight i believe really i think so playing riot from hell Nah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna catch that. There's always a couple of them I catch every year. Yes, I'm yeah. gonna catch that. Yeah. Um, what, what, what say you though, man? What you think? I'm a believer in Dan Dimes, man, and Saquon got to go off eventually, dog. So he got yeah. to. This may not be the game. Go off the team. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Washington has great ends, but uh, their defensive tackles are a little suspect, and because their ends are so good, I think. That we we think the whole line is great. I think Saquon could get in between the in between the tackles, and maybe have a good game. I'm gonna go Giants 13-10. Good point. And you you both you two think this is gonna be bowling bowl shoe ugly? Oh, it's defense on defense, and one team ain't got none. So there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Heineken. See if he can bring out some more of that uh that magic. Hey, the kid looked really good last year. Um, he he's not ready to start, but I think he has some talent that he can maybe be. Maybe he can be that guy for the next six, seven years till you draft a superstar. I don't know. The kid got talent. Um, but, hey, we've been on here way too long. So I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, who you can find at PC Tunney, and you know you can find your boy at It's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y's and Mysterio. C-A-S-H as in dollars. You can find the show at three underscore man weave. Howl at us. Tweet us. We will treat you back. I promise you we will. I know we will because y'all don't tweet us anyway. So the second y'all do, we're going to tweet you back. Uh, but as always, I'm going to see the floor to my um, wonderful, loving, light-skinned brother, Mr. Chris Platt, and let him finish the show out the way it's supposed to be finished. Well, hell, man, they didn't know I was light-skinned. I, I sound like some big Barry White-looking melon farmer. You have to tell them I look like Drake. You, Yo, pic, you use your, your pictures all over the internet, sir. Oh, yeah. Anywho, you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. <laughs> but more importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, make sure we're able to keep providing that content day in and day out here at The Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking out an official Chair Shot t-shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Also, make sure you tune into many of the other great shows we have here on The Chair Shot 
Pod is War. We'll be back here momentarily. The Greg DeMarco Show. Bandwagon Nerds. That's the best show you're not listening to. So make sure you go and check that out. Everything Mag's got going on. The Miranda Show. I know I missed some. If I missed you, please blame it on the brain, not the heart. You heard me call Eddie George Eddie Jones. Y'all already know what it is. It's all love. Just tune in to Chair Shot. Go to Pro Wrestling. Go Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash ChairShot, but also go to TheChairShot.com. Look at the podcast. You're going to find something you love. They're all great shows, and we're really trying to do something to make this thing happen for you, the listener. Again, shout out to PC Tunney. Couldn't be here this week. Shout out to my brother Ray Cash. For both of those gentlemen, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. We'll see you back here on Three Man Weave next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, here we go, brownies. Here we go. We're going to end like that for real? Couldn't help myself. I'm cutting that shit out. Uh, Shalom. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.